Hello, dear listener, and welcome to the same old Wombles season two episode, probably in the twenties. Um, today I am joined by Adam Proctor and Alex Folks, and we're going to be discussing all things uh, AFC Wimbledon. Obviously, uh, why would you be listening to it otherwise if you were supporting someone else? Anyhow, uh, we're going to look at the festive break. Was it good or bad? Um, looking at the January Blues, um, some tough fixtures coming up, and obviously we're missing some players. And that rearranged match, um, which I think is causing some consternation as well. Consternation. Though your passion's very real, I must say we're all impressed. The way the fans approach this test. The days have gone when football clubs live and fly just on fans' love. Davis isn't just a game, and tough decisions must be made. Anyhow. Uh, welcome, uh, Adam and Alex. How, uh, Adam? Happy New Year! Uh, how did you spend your How did you spend your New Year's Eve? I didn't. Oh, I I had to go to bed because I had to go to the airport really early the following day. <laughs> so I didn't even get to watch Jules Holland, which is the only thing I ever do. Um, so I've sort of half yeah. watched half of it after, which is a bit weird. So. <laughs> that is very strange. Uh, Alex, did you have fun? Hang on. So you half watched late something that was recorded in probably October <laughs> that was all set. Yeah, and I think it takes all day to record as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was I was down in Cornwall and it didn't stop raining for four days and I've now got a cold. Um, I I don't get up for New Year. I mean, New Year is it's it's just another day. I mean, um Hello, uh, you know, Bono said it best. Nothing changes on New Year's Day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you build it up as being the party of the year and it turns out to be just a bit a bit meh. I mean, I had a nice time, went to a couple of pubs. It was fine, but we didn't build it up too much. Uh, thankfully, I, d- I wasn't too much in expectation for Falmouth's fireworks because while we were there, they didn't happen. So, yeah, it was... It was yeah. In Southampton, it was, it was like there was literally a queue out the door for the Southampton Fireworks Centre when I drove, and I was like, "Wow, it's, oh, it's open!" And I was like, "Oh, of course, it's New Year's Eve, isn't it?" And then it was literally I mean, the fireworks were going off like for hours, from what I could tell. It was just like, yeah, it's what and all do. the bins around here are now full yeah. of like all I can see is like d- discarded fireworks. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, what is going on?" And I think I did see a photo of some guy with a fire holding a firework with his teeth and so the the flames were just jetted into his face and apparently you oh. know i really thought you were going somewhere else with that adam having remembered the uh the firework in the arse uh after the euros um but there there you go i'm sure that's happened somewhere on new year's eve but i, I don't know you know i literally like you guys i mean i think you probably get to maybe about an age where i went bowling in the day and then watched the fireworks from my window whilst Hoop Monet was on downstairs. In the meantime, my daughter's, uh, who's only 13, was out at a party over the road. Um, yeah, those partying days have gone. But anyhow, um, this is it. We're into we're into 2024, and we're into a really interesting... The danger month. Danger, danger month. Danger month. Danger month. Danger month. Uh, we've been building this month up for for ages on the podcast. I'm sure you as listeners 
have been uh, anticipating this sense of excitement. But how have we entered this year is more the point. Over the festive period, seven points from a possible 12. Good, bad, indifferent. How are we feeling about that? So, we, you know, we've got three points off Crawley. Then there was the Boxing Day debacle. Uh, three points off Colchester and then uh, a draw away at Forest Green. Um, so I saw, you know, I was there for the Sutton and the Colchester game, which is like chalk and cheese. Uh, completely different. Um, the Sutton game was just completely dreadful. But is it, what do you reckon, uh, uh, Alex? A good return? Seven from 12? You take it, sure, but it's not exactly um, playoff form at a time when we had our full squad. And I say it very gently here, but we haven't had a huge number of injuries yet this season. We've been able to put out virtually a first choice 11 every game. Um, and at a time when we were clearly rinsing Ali and Omar uh, for every minute we can get out of them because they're off to the Asia Cup. Um, maybe Omar was a bit more of a surprise to to be picked, but um, yeah, we knew we were losing Ali, so we rinsed him for every every minute he could play. Uh, yeah, we've had we've had ups and downs, and I was looking at a stat on that Facebook social media thing um, earlier that shows that against mid table teams we've been doing very well. Against top table top of the table teams we've been doing okay. Where our form has let us down is against those teams at the bottom of the league. Um, and we should have beaten Sutton. Sutton are not, with due respect to our nearest neighbours, they're not brilliant, and we should have won that game. Even if it was a scrappy 2-1 win, we should have won that game. Forest Green, it was a bog of a pitch. Um, I think it was the only game in England that was close to being called off. I'm not 100% sure that Johnny got his tactics right. I think, given that speed wasn't going to be the key, Maybe we should have played bigger players, the Pell from the start and Pierce a bit earlier and so on. Um, but I think it was it was it was a fair return. Uh, you can't win everything. Obviously, Crawley was a nice win. Colchester was a fantastic game. I, unfortunately, I didn't see that one uh, because I was travelling. But it was it was uh, you know it was it was a nice nice upset of a game in that it was topsy turvy all over the place and we came from behind. So yeah, I'll take the I'll take the return. But we've got to do be doing a little bit better against those teams at the bottom if we're actually going to be serious playoff contenders. But I think we're going into the new year in seventh place. Uh, we're above them. Um and yeah, it's all to play for. Um I'm just going to be hackneyed um hackneyed phrases for the rest of the day, I think. <laughs> I mean, my yeah, generally, I mean, and, and I'll come on to you, Adam, in a second. But my my general thought is, I think we're three points down, probably, on what I'd have hoped. So, you know, you'd have hoped to take three points from, um, you know, probably nine points. I'd have I've expected to take nine points from uh, Sutton, Colchester, and Forest Green. I'd have looked at that and I'd have thought in our form and where they are in the league, uh, you know. Nine or 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 seven maybe from those from those three games, um. So I'd I'd been looking at I'd been looking at something around ten points. So I feel it feels to me like we we've we dropped points. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, no, I think we have dropped points. I think we should we should have five more points. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like the Sutton game. It's like chalk and cheese, isn't it? It's like it goes from like the most 
dull game going to kind of a really exciting one, obviously against Colchester, which I watched on iFollow. Um, and the Forest Green game, yeah, I mean, I was just, I wasn't, didn't buy that one. I didn't watch it, but I kind of initially thought it sounded like a bit of an odd setup. And then when I sort of heard about the sort of state of the pitch, you're like, well, yeah, why are we playing the players? That, you know, we need to slow the game down and sort of. And I think I think Bugle said in one of the interviews afterwards that he felt that at points the pitch was super dangerous, you know, and you could see some of the sliding tackles. Obviously, when you have that kind of weather, the sliding tackles become the main means of getting the ball and they also become insane because they start from 20 foot away and slide at you. And of course, every goal celebration was also sliding on your knees. So it's clearly a super wet pitch. So I don't know. I feel it seems kind of, yeah, Forest and Sutton, they're right at the bottom of the league. What are we doing? Like, why are we not beating them? You know, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think as an away game and the weather and everything like that, I probably think the Forest game result is, um, you go, okay, take a point there. Everyone's scrapping for their lives. But the Sun game was just, I, I just couldn't work out what we did wrong. And I think we've had, you know, there's been conversations going around that maybe we shouldn't, for that game, and I know he's he's off to the Asia Cup, but maybe for that game you'd arrested Ali. He was, he was virtually invisible for that. And if we'd have had a different tactic, I'm sure that they've just, they they put their whole game in to stop, to stop Ali. And he was, he, you know, he, they completely stopped him. And they stopped service. They stopped service to him, um, and and really, that you know, like they were all over us. It was just, it was, it was so so poor. It was such a poor game. So, you know, but these things happen. Um, and and as we speak, we're still in the playoffs. Um, you know, and and I think this month is going to be the making of us. Really, this is going to be. This is such a tough month. It's not just that. Uh, Ali and Omar, arguably two of our best players, are going to be away for the month. But you know, we've got Ipswich in the FA Cup. Then we've got the uh, 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 Alex's favourite trophy. Uh, we're playing Oxford at Oxford at home next week. And then we've got Wrexham away, Crawley at home, franchise. I'll come on to that later. Away and then Mansfield at home, and, and these feels like really difficult games. And, and I look at it and I think probably to be in and around the playoffs by the end of Jan, we need to be looking at six points. And I don't know where we get those from. Hopefully, clearly. I think if we are in and around the playoffs at the end of January, we've had a really good January. Um, yeah, I think six points is probably about right. Look, we 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 can beat just about any team on our day we can also have a stinker like we did against Sutton but we we can grind out draws um nobody's expecting that much from the FA Cup Ipswich for all their problems in the last few weeks are a very decent championship team um even at home you've got to think that they're going to beat us um so it won't be the greatest um shock if they win um it's a shock to nothing if we can get through brilliant if we can't so be it Getting through in that game means postponing the Mansfield game as well. Yeah. Which I think that's the bigger prize. If we can postpone get that Mansfield game postponed so that we've got our our, our our away strikers back again, that's that's better news because ultimately we're not you know, we're not gonna win the cup. Sorry. Um let's do as what? well as we can. What is this, Alex? What kind of what are you this is I'm, negativity? Um yeah, and the rest of it, it, it's tough. I think I'm sure we will come on to the, the transfer window in a minute, but 
Um, I'm now feeling more gloomy about that. Uh, not so much for Ali and Omar, uh, um, because I think the club has made all the right noises and the players have made all the right noises. Not only did Craig Cope say that we want to keep the... Uh, we have no, no plans to sell. Oh, Mick said we've got no plans to sell anybody. Yeah. Omar, in his interview after Saturday, said that we were going to... Uh, or after the last game, I get confused at this time of year, uh, said that the two of them were going to have to come back and fight for their places. Well, I'm not entirely sure that's the case, but it's the right thing to say. Um, they're not anticipating going. Who knows, come the end of the window, whether Birmingham or whatever come in for Ali and, and, and pay a Sicilian out for him. So we will see what happens. I wouldn't expect, if there is an Ali deal happening, I wouldn't expect that until the end of the window because clubs are going to want to see that he doesn't get injured in uh, the Asia Cup. My bigger concern is about the lone players. I'm sure we will hang on to Bass, but uh, the two Stockport players, Mrs. Robinson and uh, Joe Lewis, I fear we're about to lose both of those. Um, Stockport have just had uh, a, a centre-back who they had on loan recalled, so they're going to be short a centre-back. Joe Lewis is playing extremely I well. Uh, Stockport are a bit short on wingers, so Mrs. Robinson may well be going as well. You know, and it's this this whole thing about season long loans, and we always say to ourselves, "Don't get your hopes up." Season long loans aren't that there until January, with a with a significant option to recall. And I I worry that we're about to lose both of those. So, in short, hello club, let's cheer fans up by getting an announcement or two about new players coming in. Within the next week, please uh, let's get those um, let's get the, those new players in, embedded in, and prove to fans that we're actually uh, thinking positively about where we can go this season. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, my um, my thought on the transfer on the transfer window is yeah. Now I feel happier. I think about keeping uh, Omar and Ali. I don't know about I don't know if Lewis about Joe Lewis because. Um, my understanding is, I think Stockport have already got brought someone else in uh, as a centre, as a centre back. So, um, and and also there's a thing about faces fitting, isn't there? He, uh, for whatever reason, they didn't fit in the Stockport in the Stockport side, and they great quality players, but maybe they maybe there's just a thing with the manager. It's like Zach, Zach Robinson for me, you know. Um, he obviously him and. JJ do not get do not get on, and I'm not saying he's set the world on fire at his time in Dundee, but I think he's you know I think he's got a decent enough reputation up there um, for them to have you know extended and, and extended his loan for this current season. Um, so there's you know I think there is a thing about faces fitting and people fitting in a particular thing. So that's the that's my only hope with the fact that Mrs. Robertson and uh, um, uh, and Lewis, don't go, don't go back to Stockport. That's my, that's my hope. The, the big thing for me is that, you know, we, Pell, Pell can come in and do an Omar-ish job, but he's, you know, he's, and he's, I mean, like he, you know, when he comes on, he's on fire. I think some of the, some of the things that he's done when he's come on, it's been great. But he seems to work better from the bench at the, at the moment. I mean, like, you know, admittedly, he's not had much of a run inside. But Ali is a big miss, so we just we desperately need. We already needed another striker. We already needed another striker, and and my feeling is we probably need a 
a couple more. If anything happens to Josh uh, in the next few months, and I, and I understand one thing that's happened to Josh is he's had his hair cut off. Just if you're starting to score goals, Josh, leave your hair alone. Um, but that he's done it for charity, a beautiful cause, by the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm worried about it. I mean, Adam, I don't know what your thoughts are on where are we? What's the I mean, I you know, we've been panicking for the last two months about the January window, and now it's here. Yeah, we have. I think maybe we're not, it's not as bad as we thought because it doesn't sound like Ali and Omar are going anywhere. Hopefully not, unless some silly offers come in, so that's cool. I mean, I think we need six points from the games. We have to beat Crawley and we have to beat Franchise. I think, like Alex said, winning the FA Cup game, it may be a, you know, a tall order, but it would then push the Mansfield game out of January, which would be nice. And that's, I think, yeah, it's better than, than playing it. So, yeah, I mean... Um, but, yeah, Lewis and Mrs Robinson, like, they are... They're good players and they fit really well in our squad and they're they're even trickier to sub actually. Um so I think we can kind of weather the storm a little bit. Yeah. It's just I mean but we we do need to get someone. Yeah, and I was obviously thinking about Robinson the other day, but yeah, it sounds like he's not gonna be recalled. Um yeah. yeah. But then it's like tricky, isn't it? We've just kind of getting us this sort of diamond formation and we've got one up front, even to bring in a striker to perform that role, they have to kind of know what everyone's doing and be gelling almost instantly. Is that going to happen now? Probably not. It's going to take them time to warm up. So, I don't know. I think we'll just weather the storm, try and get six points, maybe push that Mansfield game out of January and, yeah, see what happens. But I don't think it's going to be... Yeah. It's just... We should be... We could be like fifth or fourth, you know, if we'd won... A couple of games, so we could have gone into this window way better in our positioning as a table, you know. But then, if you win every game, you win the league. <laughs> so, the one bit of business that's been done already is the ending of Ryan McLean's loan at uh, Kidderminster. Uh, so there's a speedy winger who's back with us. Um, I don't think he, when he was playing for us at the start of the season, I don't think he necessarily showed that he's as good as Mrs. Robinson or anything like that. But he uh, he is, he's got pace. If he's been able to develop with her getting game time at, at Kidderminster, then that's another option. But I think that's an option off the bench uh, in the right conditions to come on and terrify with pace, which is what we're good at as a club. Um, you know, if I was an opposition manager, I would be asking the groundsman to flood the pitch absolutely, make it as slow and boggy as possible and try and neg- uh, negate our pace uh, the whole time. Even without Ali, I think that's that's what you do uh, to stop us on that counter-attack, especially where we are absolutely lethal. Um, I think if you saw you know, the, the Notts County game, for example, yeah, the last goal was attack on goal, but that was just exactly what we've been doing all season. That was That was counter-attacking, using our pace uh, and scoring a nice goal at the end. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for this window. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I'd like to see some business done earlier rather than later. I, I agree. And I think we, I definitely think we need to get some, we need to get someone in earlier rather than later. If we could get someone in for the, well, for the Ipswich game, which might be a bit of a push, would be wonderful. Or, or you know, or at least have someone in that we can try, try in the Oxford uh, game in uh, in the Alex Folks Trophy, 
that would be um, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. That's a good. That is a good idea, actually. If we could get someone in for the Oxford game, yeah. that would be good because you can test them out in a game that doesn't really yeah. matter. But it's. But that is it is that is that is the worry. Uh, I mean, I just I worried. I mean, I'm, my thought is though, lemons, lemon, hey Evans. This is Robinson. Is Bant has been brilliant, but we have got we have got Tilly there as well. I mean, and there is Sasu, and we have got uh, Nervel. So, so there is there is there is there is options there, um, uh, but. But Tilly seems to have gone off the boil a bit in terms of being picked, which is a bit weird, or being yeah, brought well, on. I think, I think what is going this on is there? the whole idea of this of having a squad is that you can rotate it around, which is brilliant, and that's what that's what's needed. And hopefully, if he gets back into it, he will he will make that impression again. But the big, obviously, the big loss would be Lewis if we lost um, if we lost him. I mean, the the, the goals he scored, those two goals he scored um, against Colchester, and you know he set up Davison for. I think arguably one of our goals of the season, to be honest, with just Davison's control and finish against Colchester for our third goal was brilliant. But yeah, but also the the other rumour is that they've adjusted his shorts, so the sponsors are now seen. So there's someone making special shorts for him with the sponsors logos visible, and you know that must be costing us money. So we don't want him to go anywhere just for the fact we've probably got a load of small shorts I, in the cupboard somewhere. I, I think I genuinely think John Green uh, would 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 I don't know he'd have some he he'd combust. Uh, if uh, if Lewis goes, I think he'll probably he'll probably spend out of his own money to keep Lewis there because he is his favourite player. Um, and I, and I, and, you know he's great. I love him and I love the fact that he has this quirk. Um, but if we lose if we lose him, and I'm, I guess Alex, that's what I'm saying. My only hope is that his face doesn't fit for whatever reason at Stockport. It just doesn't it just doesn't fit, and that's the reason why he's there with us. I don't know what his contract is um, like with Stockport, uh, or if you know if he's, you know, hopefully he's been released at the end of this season. But it's yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be very interesting what happens next, Alex. Yeah, I think he um, maybe the the thing you say about faces fitting and all that, yeah, that that rings true. Uh, one of the best bits of business we could do, obviously, and a lot of people have said this, it's hardly original, is is actually to make Joe Lewis a, a permanent Wimbledon player. Um, yeah. That would be fantastic. That would be like a new signing, even if he's been playing every game this season. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think you know, I'm hopeful. I have confidence at the moment in, in Craig Cope and Johnny Jackson and Andy Thorne and so on, that they can find the right players. I would just... Yeah, as I said before, I just hope that they they get them in place so that we can trial a few um, for the Oxford game and have them ready for Crawley and and them. Uh, speaking of which, mm. yeah, speaking of speaking of them, the franchise, yeah, I think that's the. This seems like a, this. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, no one's confirmed anything, but there are rumours going around that it, you know it, this is. Uh, a match that's been rearranged by the EFL, uh, obviously in consultation with them, um, and and we are not privy to those. We're not privy to that conversation. Um, so that's that is that's the rumor. I like to spread that sort of rumor because it just <laughs> it, 
if it goes into the conspiracy theories that I have about how we're treated by the EFL. But um, uh, yeah, I don't. I feel it feels very strange, Alex. What do you? I mean, uh, it's. I mean, clearly the game had to be rearranged. Um, uh, Everybody abided by the rules. I don't want to imply anything other than that. But having a a game postponed because your third international call-up is Northern Irish Irish under-19, who played six minutes this season, does seem to be making the rules seem a little bit weird. But, yeah, fair enough. If that's what the rule says, that's what the rule says. But surely a rearranged game should be convenient to both sides. And I think that if we have to play against them at all, I think we would want any time other than when our when two of our best players are away. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's asked this. Uh, it might have been Charlie Tolbert, but somebody's asked this. If we had three players away on Asia or African Cup duty, would that mean that we could postpone every game in January? I'm fairly sure it wouldn't. I think they're probably special rules, but uh, you know we, we're losing two of our best players, two first-team regular starters, or almost always starters, and you know we've got to play some of our toughest games. So I would have hoped that the EFL would have seen sense and rearranged it for for February. Um, I think we, you know, we we would have much preferred that. So I'm not sure whether it's a conspiracy, but it's bloody annoying. Yes, it bl- bloody annoying is true, and I, I, I mean, I guess that you know this this has impacted a lot of sides. I mean, you know, the African Cup of Nations is on at the same time, so I'm assuming that there are there are a few sides in the top flight of English football that are missing three at least three players through a combination of those two of those two competitions, and I'm I I guess because of just the way that it works, we you couldn't afford to. Um, cancel all fixtures in, the, in what would be the, maybe the top two flights just for just for for this, and then and, and anyone else who's got who happens to have three players. Yeah, I don't think you can cancel the fixtures for sure, right? You know, players go to these things. There's more cups that are, all the players are involved with. That's fine, but for a real during a, a window of time when we have two of our players out the squad. For a rearranged game to be placed into that schedule is inappropriate, as far as I'm concerned. You know, and they should have put it somewhere else. You know, so, you know, yeah. I mean, I never go to those games anyway, so I don't really care when it's played. But um, I guess I don't miss a Saturday because it's on a Tuesday, which is what you know. But uh, you know, I, yeah, I just I think it's it's bad yeah. form. It's a rearranged game. Just push it somewhere else. Like, yeah, that is it. That that's it. and I I agree with you. And I mean, my my understanding from and I love this because I know that other podcasts do this, and I'm excited to say that uh, um, we have a source who's telling me telling us that questions are being asked. So um, that's right, folks. We <laughs> we got a source. We, we can do exclusives too. Um, so you know, uh, yeah, questions are being asked. I mean, probably by us. That's the source. <laughs> So, um, but um, yeah, the inside track. It just feels. It just feels a bit. It just feels a bit. um, Yeah, it just feels. It does feel wrong. It's just inappropriate. It's just inappropriate. Like that's it's simple, isn't it? We've got players out. The league just need to look at the schedule and say, okay, that's not fair. So we'll put it for you know February, March, whenever. It doesn't really matter. 
it would be better to have a busier schedule at any other point than when we're missing two of our team first. We've been like you only have to look at. I know we covered this, and everyone's get. I'm sure people get it right. You look at the first team squad; they're in the first team. They're not here, so it's, sim- it's simple to say don't don't put an extra match in that window. Yeah. Anyhow, there you are. So uh, that's that's where we're up to, chaps. I think I think that we can uh, um, uh, draw this this uh, festive reflection podcast to an to an end. Um, it's going to be a very tricky month um, for us. You know, fixtures are looking difficult, um, and we just we await transfer news. Um, uh, but like Alex and Adam, like you say. Craig Cope, uh, Andy Thorne, they have our they have our trust, and hopefully we'll be able to pull something off. And um, in the next in the coming days, we'll be talking about um, some wonderful new transfers coming into the club. Uh, that's it from us. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Alex. Uh, enjoy your Januarys. We'll be we'll be uh, we'll be back again next week at at some point. Um, who knows. Uh, that's the sort of thing that we like to yeah exactly it could happen um this podcast is going out that's as much as i know and uh, uh um it, it, enjoy it uh we'll be in touch soon cheers guys take care bye Nothing changed.